Lords of Grantham podcast, we watched the English game episode 5, in which we found that Jimmy lived. He didn't die from his leg injury. Martha revealed to Fergus the background of her relationship with Cartwright and all that, and they got closer. Meanwhile, Arthur tried to appeal to his dad to make him like him a little bit more. We'll follow up on all that and more this week on the Lords of Grantham podcast. And we are back. It's the yes. finals. Yes, we. Well, it's more than the finals. It's, it's final. It's over. The show is. Yeah. Uh, we're about to put it in the books. Indeed. Fast six weeks. We're still in quarantine. Nothing's really changed in the world. Yes, yeah, so we, we put down. When we had already started doing the, the online in the crown before the world shut down, right? I think the entirety of, uh, entirety of this year we've pretty much done online. I'd say. Yeah, that's yeah. that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we ahead of the this, curve. Yeah, we started this early April, the English game, and here we are with it over. Yeah, no, May, almost done with May. <sighs> All right. Well, well, what's next, Dave? We didn't put out the the poll of what to watch next. I think we can do that in this next week. Yeah, well, I think what we should do is is before we dive, I think the Crown season two is the way to go. Just but not jump right not back necessarily to it. Ne- next week. Right. I think we should take. I think we should do like the Downton Greatest Hits. Yeah, we we talked about that last week. So we yeah yeah. We I wasn't sure a fan, if, if a fan vote or how how do we approach it? Well, we can gauge fan responses. Do we want to do a overall season breakdown? Because I feel like our Crown season one breakdown was a little bit half baked of, of the English game. Yeah, there's really not. I, I feel like six no, episodes. I, not I think too much. We'll, to, we'll wrap it up all today, and yeah. all that will need to be said will be said. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we'll leave it at that. <laughs> we turn hard on the show in this last episode. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, Julian. Um, but in, in terms of Downy stuff, there's nothing else really out there in terms of Downton news or anything. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I mean, there's not much entertainment news in general. The only thing I recognize, though, is whenever it's Alan Leach's birthday, more than any other actor actor on Downton Abbey, I see the Downton community wishing him a happy birthday. Yeah, well, uh, Downton Blabby came at us, another Downton Abbey podcast, and, and made note of the fact that they know how much we love the scene of Branson awkwardly creeping in the window in season one. They came back, Downton Blabby? I don't think they came. the podcast came back, but they tweeted us. Oh, that. okay. Oh, wow. Well, we appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh... Alan Leach, happy birthday again. You know, this could have, if Matthew, if uh, Dan Stevens stayed with the show, I think he could have gotten this love every year for his birthday, but I don't think he gets the same return. You think You think Alan Leach is loving the Downton love on his birthday? I think it sustains him <laughs> year over year <laughs> that people love him. Because there's so many people in Downton, I feel like we don't get these birthday swells for Pat Moore's birthday. <laughs> well, do does is she shirtless in, in Downton Abbey? That's true. That's true. <laughs> Multiple times. Uh, it's just, it erupts out of people. It just comes out naturally. Um, well, that's pretty, pretty much it. I think we got a lot to cover, though, for this last episode of the English game. Okay, sure. Do we want to jump right in? I mean, let's get to it. Sure. Uh, we got both the teams. They're, they're training. They're, you know, they're they're out there running around in the 
mountains or, uh, you know, in the yard and stuff. And uh, the dust hasn't settled from last week. In regards to the FA? Yeah, they just haven't told Arthur that they voted to not let Blackburn uh, compete in the finals. Yeah, so, like, why, why are they practicing? <laughs> what what yeah. purpose does it serve? Th- that's the thing. It's like, who are you practicing to play? Are you just kind of keeping up the charade for a while to <laughs> make Arthur think, like... Just to fool him for no reason? Right. I, I don't get it. <laughs> and this is all because they feel wronged because he chose his wife over the team. Right. Which what a is, terrible bunch of people. <laughs> yeah. Who are your friends, really? You find out who your friends are in the, these kind of scenarios. and uh, Not my kind of friends. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Arthur rightfully asked, you know, where was I when this decision was made? And where were you? Yeah, they 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 blame and they blame Fergus. They said it's suitors people that that started this riot. Right, right. And they said it was thuggery. Well, so yeah, they're having dinner later, and, and Arthur is not upset with the decision that was made. He's more upset with the fact that the decision was made behind his back. He doesn't mind that it was before the thuggery or whatever reasons they had. It was just that they didn't include him in any of this. Yeah, and, and the reason they didn't include him was because of the thing with his wife and the baby? Well, I think they also th- sense he's been going soft on them, uh, on the on Blackburn and stuff, because throughout the, the whole series, he keeps dropping hints of like, well, they're good competition, you know? They're, they're not that bad, those people. You don't understand. I'm giving Stokes a job and stuff. Like, I think they also sense that there's more to it than just him being soft towards his wife. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like that was the 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 straw that broke the camel's back for... Oh yeah, his two boys, Alfred and Francis. Right, <laughs> two losers, really. Um, so they're they're at the the dinner table, and, and uh, they you know they try to say they don't want fighting in the stands. They try to tell it to Arthur, and Arthur's telling them you, you know y- y'all look like children, and pretty much everyone gets up for the table except for uh. Francis's Al- wife, right? Yeah, Francis's wife, and then uh, is it Albert, Alfred? Uh, it's wife? Alfred's wife. The guy with the mustache is Alf- Alfred. Yeah, she stays. Alma, Margaret stays, and everyone else just leaves. What do you think they're eating? Just the three of them. They get bigger portions with a smaller room. Yeah, they get a little bit bigger uh, rounds of soup. You know, meat. <laughs> so, all right. Well, we'll revisit them. I guess you know. Yeah, sure. The, the the episode builds in a lot of parallel ways uh, with each other. Well, not parallel, but they they're they're moving at the it's same a tight pace. episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Fergus has a has a big update to start the episode. Dave, what, what did he do? He's a, he's a, a homeowner of some sort, maybe a renter. No, he, he bought a house? house. No, he bought a house. Yeah. I, I, at first, I thought he bought his family a house where they live, but no, he he bought it in Darwin. Yeah, I mean, there's a title card that says Darwin. Before the scene starts. Well, I just didn't read the, the, the title card. <laughs> his, his family, I don't know what makeup Julian wants his makeup department putting on these people, but Fergus looks like a pretty typical dude. Yeah. And his his mom and his sisters look like they came out of a cave. <laughs> they have not. They are malnourished. Absolutely looking malnourished. Uh, they, they remind me of like that, the sick kid on The Simpsons, whatever. Um has like a little like crutch <laughs> from the Christmas episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, get this family some food. Um, the crazy I also thing, like that he seems he seems to have snuck them out in the in the dark of the night or something like that. Like, 
we find out later, like, Pops doesn't even know his wife and his daughter just left. <laughs> right, right. So How, This is an extremely well-orchestrated plan from a man trying to win the football cup at the same time. Yeah, you know, there's a lot on his plate this week, and, and it's uh, it's pretty nice so that he, he got this house for him, and then they all move in there. They don't even know it's a, th- a three-bedroom. They're just like, wait, it's a three-bedroom? Uh, but we get a nice moment of Martha meeting the family and that they approve of her. But then, yeah, we see in this weird, like, sundown, you know, the sun's coming down sky, like the orange permeating through the, the air, like or, or, not air, just like, it's just this really amber-toned, like, colorization. It's Fergus's father stumbling around somewhere, and then coming Alaska, home. Yeah. yeah, coming home and then throwing a bottle against the wall because no one's there. <laughs> you see him, like, looking in the closets, they're all empty. Yeah. This is a it, real quick, quick um, adjustment for his mother and his his sisters. Like they're like gone in the day. I mean, the guy's scary. The father is clearly, you know, doing bad stuff. So I understand why they may have made that move really quick. But there is just something funny about like this is like you know back of the mind. It's definitely a problem for Fergus. But then all of a sudden, it's like well, we got to pull up the card. It's episode six. Bring in the abusive dad to. <laughs> really, yeah, you know, disapproving father, right? The wrong son died, uh, you know. Uh, so, uh, anyways, though, he, he's going to come around and try and find him. We can just keep it moving. He, he, he comes. He, the, the father. We don't. I don't even remember his name. I don't think they say it. They might, but I just write Ferg's dad. Yeah, he, he shows up, uh, and the only thing he knows is that. Fergus is at Darwin. So where do you go when to find out information? You go to the bar. The pub. The pub. <laughs> and who's and, sitting at the pub? Lemonade Tommy. Yeah, get, getting some bread, get some bread and water. Yeah, because he says he's got to stay. He's got to stay clean for this final if they get back in. Yeah, gotta be lean and mean. Um, without any effort, Fergus's dad starts a scene. <laughs> Ask, ask for money and just in, in, infers that his son is going to be able to pay for it. <laughs> Man, that just causes a stir. Yeah, he's ready to fight people. And, uh... Well... And poor Stokes has to have his, his leading man come off the line to go. <laughs> so he gets some follow from last week. So Jimmy is working for Stokes. Mm-hmm. Sewing. Sewing patches. Now, Dave, when you... When Stokes said he was starting up his own shop, did you envision this? Like a room full of people just sewing. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what is implied. I don't know. And Stokes just walking around be. staring at all of them. Like, do you, do you think there's enough Jersey to to employ like a half a dozen people? I mean, maybe not. <laughs> Who knows? What, are the, his, what his other contracts are? I got the impression that it was going to be small time. It was just going to be mostly Stokes doing a lot of sewing, and then maybe a couple other people. <laughs> but a, a it bigger operation. Like a, one or two too many individuals working in that shop. Right. How much money does Arthur actually have here <laughs> to fund this whole operation? Yeah. How much is Teams jerseys generating for revenue? Right. Right. So they they, they fetched Jimmy, and <laughs> Stokes makes the point of like, "What do you? You're on the job." <laughs> and Jimmy says, "He'll." Jimmy's like, "Dude, I'll make up my. I'll make up the hours." Yeah, and what they really leave out of this episode is a scene where he just gets fired for just walking off the job. Considering Doris is all disappointed in him, right? Considering this is like you know his his he's still in the early goings of this job. You can't just disappear like that. Also, where was Doris this episode? 
for the final episode of this whole season, she wasn't in this episode at all. <laughs> She's in the background of one scene. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Well, I mean, this is a fellow show. We kind of... Give her a moment. She's, she was like one of the big MVPs for most of the season. You know, you take it up with Julian. Okay. All right. Um. So anyways... What else, what else is going on? They, they, well, they, they, they can't... Uh, so, Jimmy, what does he do with the dad? He brings him to Ferguson's house. Why would you do that? <laughs> where else are you going to bring him? Can't bring him to jail? It's just like one of these things where, oh, man, I know how abusive my friend's father is. I don't know where to put him. Let's just put him in the home. Because you imagine Fergus told Jimmy, like, I'm going to sneak my family down here. I'm going to buy them a house and have them hide out from my dad. Right? You you imagine he would tell his best friend that. Yeah, I mean, you'd hope so. There's the he he does buy a house, right. right, for more than one person. Yeah. So what the hell is Jimmy thinking? Being like, I'm just gonna offload your horrible dad here. <laughs> and we know even even if he was a good man, mm-hmm. and he causes a bar fight, you don't put him right with the people that are gonna judge him the most harshly. Right. It just goes back to me thinking that Jimmy's kind of simple minded. <laughs> He could be. I wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. Good sewer, though, from what we saw. He can actually sew. J- oh, yeah, Jimmy can. He's a yeah. quick learner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but while this is all going down, Fergus actually wasn't around. Where was Fergus? Fergus was getting a fit for a suit to go mm-hmm. talk to the FA to appeal the decision to allow Blackburn into the final. Right, and the only way to do that is to look like a sharp-dressed man. <laughs> yeah, you know, because every girl is crazy. I'm a sharp-dressed man. <laughs> that is the truth, as we see. Uh, Miss Cartwright interrupts uh, Martha teaching the the women at the the shelter to show <laughs> Fergus. There's a gentleman outside. <laughs> <laughs> it is indeed a gentleman. He even does the whole turnaround where it's like. Huh? He just turns around and, and she's who like, else? Who are you, sir? What do you want from me? And he's like, it's me, Fergus. <laughs> you never would have realized. <laughs> yeah. And every girl's crazy about a sharp-dressed man. Sorry, sharp-dressed Ferg. <laughs> yeah, because she kisses him. She's right there on the lips. She um, has no no filter anymore for keeping her hands off of Ferg. No, they're just kissing everywhere. Uh, sure, go for it. You know, you're a couple. You're official. Yeah, yeah, they add, they have that exchange. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Fergus has to look official because that that's the the game plan. With uh, they they have a the conversation where Fergus is like, "Well, we did cheat. You 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 got me, you know, playing this game." And it's just like, "Well, we got to go appeal to them. We got to you know be able to get, to get this through or whatever, so we can mm-hmm. play uh, them in the in the finals." And I guess we can just get to their conversation, right? Like, they, they go up to London, don't they? Yeah, and before they have the actual decision, Arthur says he wants to play some billiards with Fergus. Right, because that, that's the idea. Is Ar- uh, Fergus thinks he can appeal to Arthur because he seems like he's a decent man. He, he, he cares for people. He, he'll he understand. He's gone soft on, on his comrades. Right. So he goes to visit them. This is actually the first time where we see like Martha and him in the same room and stuff, or Margaret rather. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they even question if Fergus can play uh, billiards. Yeah, and then they're all like, "Oh no, he's poor, so he's probably better than you." <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I mean, still true today, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, perhaps. Dave and me, we, we hustled in, in pool halls uh, just to make our way through uh, college. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Um, and, and Fergus is a pool shark. Yeah. No, he's good. He's legit. Sm- he, sm- he smokes a... Uh, Arthur. He makes the last shot against Arthur. Right. And then they get into a real conversation there where Arthur makes the point of like, look, I can't have you... You have to understand you're cheating by, by being a, a paid-for player here. You know, you're, you're not actually working at a mill. <laughs> Stupid. Don't you realize yeah, you're not a mill worker? Stupid. Ferg flips the script. Ferg is like, yeah, but all these mill workers, they're working... He, he gives... They're working like 15-hour days, he says. Yeah, I mean that's got to be some quality says, cotton. He says, you know, they're they're not eating these full meals. They're not doing this. They're not doing all these, all, all these luxuries that you guys have. Yeah, I mean, they by, don't. By Fergus's measures, they should all be looking like his his mother and sisters, without how worn down and. No, and they uh, kind of are. I mean, the yeah. Darwin team in the early episodes looks like a real ragtag bunch. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, Fergus really appeals to him when he starts talking about like, you know, I do this for the love of the game. And then Arthur starts to reminisce about some of his old games, and then they just start talking about some of the games they played in the past, and they really start to see eye to eye, like, you know what, we got to do this for the game. We're just delaying the inevitability that, you know, this is going to change the world. So Arthur, with his resolve, is going to hopefully, you know, work with Fergus to make a change come through. Yeah, and then we get to the meeting, and, and Arthur really doesn't help Fergus too much in the meeting as much as he's just sitting there nodding at him yeah Fergus kind of talks himself into the corner where he's like yeah I was paid off (laughs) what about it (laughs) and they're like well that's it case closed yeah it's really quick it's open shut should have just kept your mouth shut a little bit Fergus well he doesn't need to because Walsh steps in yeah Walsh actually has a trump card he he literally pulls out a card (laughs) from his from his pocket like Oh, you want to shut us down with our our illegal plan stuff like that? Oh, and and, and Walsh is now promoted to the head of the Land, Lancaster Football Association. So the whole area mm-hmm. is now under the the leadership of Walsh, which is a nice way to include him in the plot further after Darwin's been eliminated. Yeah, that that's extremely convenient, uh, and also kind of funny because it's like well if he's a small mill owner i guess he just has the free time to do it whereas the other big businessmen don't as much who knows either uh, way he gives yeah. him a letter that says that lancaster's out mm-hmm. and then francis all, all is the like, teams in that county yeah so francis is like all right we don't need you and then he's like yeah but what about all these other working counties that hear about this they're out too yeah they're going to start like one by one they're going to be dropping out because they just don't want to play with your type you know the, they're going to the start their, their xfl <laughs> yeah, well, something bigger than that because they, they they seem to take up the majority of the the playership. It seems like aside from the the gentlemen who uh, have some dominant teams. Yeah, and you see the the there's a bit of discussion about be- between Francis and the whole gang of of rich people about mm-hmm. you know this is their game that they created because there's what there's like a picture of a football riot on the wall. Right. For some reason. I mean, yeah. it's just a plot point in a frame. Well, it's just like a reminder of, do we want this all the time? Do we want riots? And, and well, like... Ima- imagine that you you got thrown out of a marathon for 
testing positive for steroids. I'd love and that. And then on <laughs> on your on a, on your wall you had a picture of like Hulk Hogan shooting up steroids. Yeah. Like, hey man, that was a piece of history that we all took part in. Man, at least I really went for it. That's what I'd say. <laughs> but, but that's what that picture on the wall is like. Why have that on the wall? Right. You're right. rich. You could have whatever art you want. Why have this one thing that you hate? Yeah, that is, that is true. Because they're like a person killed himself there, right? They they, they fell they fell off the bridge or something. <laughs> yeah, that is strange. Yeah, I don't know why that they have that hanging there. Um, but it's a good reminder of like we, we don't want to become like them, and that's why they're they're worried about bringing back in Blackburn to, to play in these finals. Uh, but Arthur has his his way. Mm-hmm. He's like, look, we're not giving them, you know, like we're sharing it with them because this is going to be big. He's he says millions, right, of fans. Because we'll be we'll be losing out if we lose them and stuff. And so. They they agree to it. <laughs> yeah, and I, I do like that there's all this dispute and then Alfred says it's like, Why aren't you doing this? He's like he says, Cause yeah, I don't agree. He says, You're supposed to be my friend. Right. <laughs> it's bigger than this, bro. It's bigger. This is, this is football. Right. You saw that picture of the people rioting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just think about the children. Um and Fergus uh, takes a moment to thank Arthur. He calls him a good Tory. Which is like, mm-hmm. Julian, gee, dude, seriously? <laughs> I, I know he's of that party, like Julian, and he, he really is like, you know, more with the rich folk and down with them and everything. I don't need to hear the line, you're a good Tory, because that's definitely not the case. Like, come on. <laughs> Arthur? Yeah, I mean, for the show and then and, and this, like, telling, sure. But it's like, come on, Julian. Like, you're just trying to you're push your agenda on us innocent viewers like the rich are can be kind and it's like that's not the truth man well i mean yeah i guess so <laughs> sorry it's just the same thing from down where it's just like you're just make it's kind of imaginary that you think these people are rich or these rich people are, are nice and it's like maybe it's it's all fantasy and on some level because they're all terrible and they all don't see the change <laughs> well not every single of them is terrible but yeah but arthur yeah. is but arthur is the one the one good one uh I mean, I think we can jump ahead a little bit, but like you know, just following up on that with Arthur, uh, Margaret, she ha- she has some news for him. She yeah. she, she can ha- she can have a baby. Not she can have a baby. She's the, got one in her. Yeah, there's one in the oven. Um, this was a really weird scene because Arthur like walks upstairs, mm-hmm. and. It looks like the scene in Pulp Fiction with the light coming out of the briefcase where, you know, that, that mystery item. All right. It looks like there's a, a candle or something in the crib. Right. But there's nothing and, in there. Yeah. And then Margaret's like, It's in me. Pregnant. <laughs> yeah. It's in me. And then her stomach starts to glow and it's like, whoa. What? Yeah, some E.T. stuff has gone down. <laughs> E.T. is definitely doing stuff. Um, but... It's just it, 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 he he says like I'm gonna stop playing football, you know I got to be here for for the kid and she's like no no you keep doing your thing I'm doing my football thing football is you and it's just a weird thing where we've kind of gone around in circles where at first she didn't accept him with his lifestyle and stuff like that and he didn't really accept her and all they've really done is like okay she became a little bit more conscious of the people out there and trying to help them a little bit more and he the same 
but he's still playing football, and she's still pretty much not doing anything with her day to day. And we're kind of back at square one, but they're just better they're on people. The same level. Yeah, I guess, but I mean, they've both grown emotionally. There's no denying that I Margaret get, has yeah. grown emotionally. Yeah, they, they've achieved, achieved a new level of understanding, I guess, even though they haven't really changed in terms of what they do, even though that was the root of their issue in the first place. I think they just needed some per- sense of purpose in life. That's true. That's true. And we, and we don't see much of them too much before she even has the miscarriage. But I, you, you want to think, like, because they're stress-free now, everything should be smooth sailing. Yeah, well, she also, before this, they find out that she's pregnant, or we mm-hmm. find out that she's pregnant, she goes to see Arthur's dad. Right. She invites him to, to come play. It's what a weird scene where she's like, I want to talk about Arthur's football. And Arthur's dad is like, yeah, he's got to stop. <laughs> right. Just knock it off. How bored is this dad that he's just like, I just wish my son would stop having a hobby. <laughs> I don't want him to have a life. Look how mine, how great mine's been. I haven't look, had look one at, at all. Look at how happy I am. Right. Sitting around here twirling my mustache like a grump. Right, and so, okay, he like considers it. Like it seems kind of of about face where he just starts to consider <laughs> going to watch his son play play football a little bit. But I guess you know, yeah. She, well, I mean, she she points out it's like just come come and see like what he does. He's he's done a lot. Yeah, and Dad's like, you know, you're his wife. Okay, I'll see you if I'm free. Right, and it, you'd even think like maybe she'll tell him he, she's pregnant or something like that. Maybe that will make him a little bit more invested. No, uh, no. Nah, nah. Uh, but we're at six episodes, so we have to kind of wrap things up. So I get understand. I understand why they're they're doing that. Yeah. So to jump back to Fergus, mm-hmm. he comes home, and Jimmy has hungover dad sleeping on the couch. Right. And so we get the the classic speech of, you know, his father being disappointed in his son that he for taking he, money. Right. And saying like you're not as good as me, right? You're not a, a, don't have as much honor or anything like that. And Fergus keeps handing the money. He's like, "Here's a pound. Here's five pounds. Here's twenty pounds on a train ticket. Just go." And Fergus's dad's like, "I'm not leaving." And he's like, "Please." And, he says, "You going to take my sweetheart from me?" Right. And sooner soon enough, Fergus hauls off and punches him in the face. So within the span of six episodes, we've seen Fergus headbutt a person punch a person he's didn't he punch someone else too i don't know he, he definitely got into a bar fight of sorts there was that guy um jimmy loves friend right maybe that's who he headbutted and then he also said he was gonna kill someone last week so <laughs> fergus a little a little, little bit of aggressor uh, justifiably yeah well he he clocks his dad and his dad goes down oh my god he takes it like a champ <laughs> and i was thinking that was like the resolution because they try to make it when he kills his dad for, with for, one for, well Fergus's dad is like, you're not a man. You're not, you know, you won't stand up to me. And then Fergus just takes him down. It's just a knockout. Leaves. Knockout punch. But he's then, dead. Spoiler alert. Fergus's dad heck, is just a heckler for the rest of the episode. Right. He show, shows up when they're boarding a train to just say, like, you're not going to do well. And you're going to prove me right to everyone that you're just a no good, you know, football player. <laughs> but in the ultimate uh, Julian sweep it under the rug. There's no moment in the game where Fergus is like struggling and thinking about his father. <laughs> no. To fast forward. No. You know, it just seems like a. I mean, they do cap cut to him during the character game. For they, do, they do cut to him during the game, though. So we 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 see that like the oh, dad, dad has dad, yeah, yeah. But Which we don't, you know, like we'll get to that, a, but 
if this is a daddy issue situation, you want some Fergus reflecting or Fergus getting played in the game. What, so he just starts throwing alert, punches Fergus on the field? Is a pretty good, no, like, you, want, <laughs> you want Fergus to like get close to the edge and then back down and be like, I'm not going to prove my dad right. <laughs> so he takes more money on the field or whatever someone Something ends with? Like, <laughs> anything. Take a fall but, for us, Fergus. It seems like Julian is just trying to wrap everybody up nice and neat. I guess. So it's okay to have him heckle from the... My bigger, my bigger issue is they get on the train to go play this game far away, and yet Darwin is able to keep getting scores almost in real time, it seems like, where they keep running back and getting scores. And it's like, how are they getting this news? Well, I don't think they're going... Is it, yeah. There's some... some. It's not in a person, is it? Well, you literally see a woman running up and being like, oh, yeah, this is the like score. but it's not like a telegraph or something like that? When was that invented? I don't know... <laughs> History of inventions. Well, let me see. When was the telegraph invented? <laughs> oh boy! All those, all the listeners that that hate us for not knowing stats and eighteen thirties, eighteen forties. So okay, okay it, so it, then that makes sense because it seems like they're outside of the post office or something like that, writing it down. Right, they, they have to be because there's nothing else really to keep them. Imagine that, where people are just sitting around, staring at a board with no live play-by-play or anything, just waiting for someone to get news to. <laughs> yeah, imagine how easy it would be to be a sports fan at that point. It's like you go to one game, one or two games a month at yeah. home, and then the rest you just sit outside the post office with your friends getting drunk, waiting for someone to write a number on a board. Right. Fun times. Um, Simple pleasures in life. <laughs> but before they get to the game, though, that each team has a get-together the night before. Mm-hmm. Well, not not the whole team. No, no. This was a really good scene, in my opinion. The one with uh, Blackburn? The the Well, the, the parallel pre-the mm-hmm. pasta dinner, if you want to call it that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But for people who aren't familiar with pasta dinners in elementary school, well, a lot of these kids, or even in high schools, too. Yeah, more high school, I would say. A lot of teams get together and they have a pasta party to the carb load up and stuff like that, or, or sometimes after a game, and then just you yeah. know burn it off <laughs> in, in, the, in their play. Um, so that's what uh, we see that Cartwright who proclaims hallelujah when they find out that the team is allowed back in the final mm-hmm. is hosting at the Cotton Club the VIP, the stars only. Right. So no Tommy. Tommy's so not no there. No Tommy, but it seems like there's still a full table and. There's what twelve players? It looks like there's about nine to ten at this table. Right. So, so and you know just, for a fact that Tommy is a ringer of sorts. Yeah. So all these dudes are more deserving. And the other thing too, I'm trying to think of is like, so you know they're having this celebration or observation and what this party in Blackburn. We know that Fergus lives in Darwin, so he rode all the way up there without Tommy. Well, I don't and, think Blackburn is supposed to be far away. Right, but he still it's ended. In the, it's in the same county. Okay, but he still showed up I mean, there, and you think they would have traveled together? It's just the two of them coming from Darwin to go there. Yeah, well, you know, Fergus is one suit that he now owns has to show up. Yeah. But so, either way, it, this is a, a they're having their sort of working man's special dinner, whereas the the old Etonians are having a five course meal. Mm-hmm. And I would, I would have an upset a, stomach the next day if I'm eating all that for it before a game. That's a that's bad news. Well, th- probably, but this is I, I really like the the contrast between these guys that never have this are sort of freaking out and having toasts and going crazy and and yeah. trying to get people to to have you know Ferg to make a speech, mm-hmm. and the Etonians are at each other's throats because they're still hot about their their status. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they're just getting hot. But 
the funny thing with Fergus though is that he's he's like it's not right that Tommy's not here. I, I, I don't appreciate that. And then he stalks off, and then just never comes up again. Really, <laughs> like, yeah, like I was thinking that he might go to the pub and Jimmy's there and Tommy's there and yeah, the he, Darwin. And there could have been a nice moment of closure with the Darwin teams and you know that one guy that rallied everybody against Fergus could have just been there to be like, hey, I don't agree with you. Right, but I uh, wish you the best. I guess it just speaks to Fergus's honor, but it's like okay, yeah, it's just Got implied it. that Fergus just goes home to sleep. <laughs> right. <laughs> Good night, y'all. Um. So yeah, we finally get to the the big game. Yeah. Well, there's the bit the scene on the way to the the game where Fergus's dad is the heckler, where it's sort of like the greatest right. hits of characters that aren't going to get a good resolution. Right. So <laughs> Martha. Um. We, that's where we see Betsy and uh, Jimmy Love, mm-hmm. and and uh, what's his name, Young Peg. We don't is see there. Betsy. We we see Doris, right? Yeah, Doris, not Betsy. Yeah. Betsy's the one with the baby, right? Betsy's the one you said we'll probably see her again, and it's like, man, we only got six episodes. We saw her for a minute this time. We saw to read a long enough minute, yeah. But uh, yeah, everyone's sending them off, all all those characters, and uh, they're taking the train up there, and it doesn't cut to black this time. <laughs> No. Spoiler, uh, there's a seventh episode. <laughs> right, yeah, go figure. Uh, and we also see that the Etonians are there, and mm-hmm. Alfred isn't playing with them. He's going to sit in the stands, it seems like. Yeah, well, he's he's protesting. He says he doesn't... His friendship with Arthur. Right. It's, it's, his confidence is shattered. Yeah, don't blame him. Uh, and... Yeah, they're they're finally gonna have the game. We're we're finally going to see the rematch that happened in episode of the match of episode one between Fergus and Arthur. Oh, and it is a it, it's a significant amount of time for the show. They do yeah they they spend about ten minutes on it. They do a decent build, you know, to like a triple OT. Uh, well, one OT or it's double OT because I, I they they do it at least a couple times. Well, they're zero to zero at the half, zero to zero, one to one. Going uh-huh. into the end of the second half, and then overtime. I thought they're at the end of the game. It was one one. Then they had a, they both scored again, and then they scored like a third time to make it three to no, two. No, I think it was I think it was just two to one at the end of the game. Yeah. Well, either way, it was a quote. It was a nail biter. <laughs> I mean, it was it was entertaining. Yeah, you I know, wish they had Julian's more of this in the game for, or in the show. Action. Yeah. More yeah. more football would have been fun. Because we see some good shots of like a sliding uh, Arthur as uh, Fergus comes in and he's like, "Nah, not today, brother." Kicks the ball in. We also see uh, a good shot Arthur of gets one in, right? Uh, and then we also see good passing between Tommy and, and Fergus, where he passes the ball and, and Fergus headbutts it. Yeah, and Big Adam Driver is playing his part too. Yeah, he's out there. Uh, and even during the game, we we see um, Margaret getting into it. She really enjoys it. Yeah, uh, we see a little. Uh, Walsh gets to the sidelines. I thought he was going to have some inspirational saying. They like, "What are you doing?" And he just gets up to stand. Right. He's he's one of the people. I think is what it's really representing. Like, he's yeah, yeah, obviously. I was thinking that he might have some fatherly moment with with Fergus. Like, a, sure. remember what we talked. Remember the the ball. The wet ball. The, yeah, yeah, the wet ball. Remember that. Yeah. Like, which never oh. came. Which never came to play at all in this series. Uh, a lot but of football we don't see. Do we even get like we see the father is there, Arthur's father? We don't get any resolution with that really, right? He's just there at the game. Arthur's father? Yeah. Oh no, no, he, yeah, we do. Okay. Well, either way, Blackburn wins. They're they're the first ever 
regular folk to win. It's the first time the gentlemen players have lost. Yeah, and, and, and as they're celebrating, they see Arthur squatting mm-hmm. alone. Yeah. And then Fergus like goes up to him, and they just have a moment of like, hey, man, good job. Yeah. And, Re- and all of a sudden, Arthur's happy. Yeah, because it's for the love of the game. Yeah, so he lost all his friends. Uh-huh. Also, funny funny playing of the game where the game literally ends with Arthur pleading for the ball to, to be handed back to him because uh, they just scored. And then he gets to the middle of the field, and they're like, nope, too late, it's the end of the game. And it's like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, so, that was, again, they made, Julian's not a great action director. And I rewound this but. twice, and after you know Arthur's pleading for the ball to come back to him, cuts to them running down the field, it's pouring rain. And then as soon as they blow the whistle, it's sunshine. And I was like, how do they let this slip through? It's it's all, it's not literal. It's figurative. I, I guess. It's like so thick for a couple that, shots. That, that slow-mo shot of, of Fergus getting that last goal. Yeah, I, I did. Home. Yeah, it's all spiritual. <laughs> well, that's the whole, that it's like hand drums and a hum. That's one thing right. that I, I do like the repetition of the music in in this show in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but after after uh, the Blackburn team wins, Arthur's dad comes down and shakes his hand. And he That's says, right. that was good. He says, well enough for me. Great sportsmanship. Yep. So all Arthur had to prove was that he wasn't egotistical on the field. That's all it took. Just be yeah. a man. Be a man, Arthur. Um. So yeah, they go back home, Fergus and and, and the team. Mm-hmm. With the cup, with the cup, and uh, the father just sees him and just shakes his head and walks away. Just and hangs he around, dis- disappears into his cloak. Right, it's, it's a weird thing where he, as soon as he saw the score, Fergus's father could have just walked away, but he just waited long enough to see his son again, shake his head in disappointment, and then walk away. Well, was it, yeah, I guess it was disappointment because he doesn't like that he's taking money to play. Right, or that he proved him wrong, that his son wasn't a mess up or whatever. So, okay. And I, I, there's a sweet moment of Martha saying, you did it, and then Fergus saying, we did it. We did That's it. That's right. Yeah. So, good for them. And then fade to black. That's it. That's all. Uh Good episode, Dave. Some some great episode. Loved it. Good good finale. Yeah. And then we get we got some uh, some knowledge. Something that doesn't sit well for me as a fan of this show, hoping for a season two. Mm-hmm. We get some like stats. Yeah. So in eighteen eighty five, they allowed professional players to play the game. <laughs> I said no amateur team ever won again. Right, because I think they have professional players in there. That that yeah, that's so, the difference. Yeah. And Arthur Kinnaird became the president of the FA until and, 1923. Yeah, that's what this is. 1889. Is this the show? I don't know if it's 89. 18, it's 80, 85, right? Or that's a 80, long time to be president. Yeah, man, he he loves passion about the sport. <laughs> that's, <laughs> when he, that's cool. That's, that's imagine if uh, if he was, he quit, that would just never would have happened. Like if he just gave in, but no, nope, 40 more years. Right. It just shows a shot of old man Alfred and Francis looking at a picture of Arthur getting kicked to death by rich people. Yeah. And, like, and this Fer- is what happened. This guy that we knew did this and right. he died. And then Fergus and Jimmy, they're regarded as pioneers, as the show says. 
Jimmy, come on now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but did, did tall Adam Driver guy? He was paid to play too. Yeah. How come we'll, he's we'll, not attributed? We'll, we'll, we'll get we'll get to that a little bit later. Uh, yeah. So that that's the show. There was a good moment this episode where when Arthur is looking at the, or Fergus is looking at the the FA Cup medals. He's like, ah, I've never seen four before. <laughs> You know, just like how many they've racked up. It really just goes to show how much these gentlemen have run the damn show. Yeah, and Arthur says, uh, or no, Ferg says to Arthur, you're too modest. Because Arthur yeah. says, like, this was it was the team effort. Right. And Fergus says that. And F- Fergus has a couple of moments. At the end of the, sh- at end of the game, he says Arthur was the best player on the pitch that day. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. A lot of respect not, here. Yeah. His yeah. bromance right. is very real. But yeah, so Dave, to your point though, in terms of being one season, they had so much material. I feel like they could have made this longer. Like, <laughs> and I don't think it's off the table. Another season? I don't think it's off the table. But again, I think this comes to Netflix's promotion. If Netflix wanted another season, they would be shoving this down our throats. Yeah, I feel like this is also, from what I've read, like this is like Julian's idea of like something he wanted to do, and I don't think he wanted to do much more of it. He just wanted to like investigate it, do it. There you go. There's your show. But there's so much. There's They've created enough here. They could have done more. They could have drawn this out much longer. I mean, they still can. Yeah. Hopefully they will. Hopefully enough people are watching it. Well, we'll get to that. But let's do the power rankings. Okay. Well, who's up? Who's going down, Dave? Well, I got Alfred at number three. Okay. Because he says, you know, this is how he defines friendship is loyalty. Arthur's not loyal to him. He yeah. can't see beyond his own needs, and he sits out the last game. He he hangs up his boots, his cleats. If he was out there, they may have won. Who knows? Yeah. Well, you got? I got Arthur's father. He okay. may have, he may have shaken his son's hand and won his respect, but at the same time, he's not going to give up football. You you, you failed as a father. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> that there's that. <laughs> Emotional growth means nothing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, number two, Dave. I got Ferguson's father. Not a good dad. <laughs> Shows up, gets thrown out of the bar, doesn't even get a drink. Yeah, no, that's fair. Gets heckles, and he, then promptly gets asked to leave Darkwing. He looks like a fool. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Number two, I got Francis and Alfred, both of them. They lost a friend. Okay. They lost a game. They're just a bunch of losers. So Fair. Fair yeah, enough. Get out of here. Well, and number one, I got Francis. Really? He had the worst week. He's the goalie. Yeah. He let those score, those game-winning goals in. And you can see after Alfred chickened out and said, I, I'm, I don't care about the game. I, I'm too mad at Arthur. Francis is like, all right, but we still got this. I, I, I could bet you he cheated on a couple uh, practices where he just didn't run the whole full reps because he's always we complaining. Saw, like, we saw do we have to do that pipe at the on the right. side? Right. Yeah, he was not in and shape for the whole thing. Yeah, I, you know, he, seeing him let those goals in—that's it's on him. He's he's that's his job. Right. Get out of here. He got two jobs in this episode: keep keep Blackburn out of the final and mm-hmm. keep the balls out of the goal, and he fails at both. Yep. So. Yeah, it just goes to show. Yeah. He, People have uh, some some bad friends out there. <laughs> yeah. So who's your number one? 
Fergus's father. <laughs> he gets punched in the face by his son. That's true. Full on. And then he just looks like a fool of the town, and then he has to get out of there, and all he has is 20 bucks to his name. So he doesn't even have a real home now, really, because his family's gone. So well, That's what Fergus was making in, like, two months mm-hmm. at, at Darwin. Wasn't he making five pounds a week? Something like that. Something like that? Under 10. So it's it's a decent amount of money for a, a poor drunk. Yeah. I guess so. Also, but seems to be a former football star himself. Doesn't mean much. <laughs> yeah, I know. Either way. Yeah. Who do you got going up? Number um, three, Margaret. She's pregnant. Okay, that's fair. Congrats, congrats, Alma. You you did it. I got I got Walsh at number three. This promotion oh, okay. is a, is a big deal. Sure. And and he comes up with the big. Uh, he's got a backbone in this episode, and for someone that is been at odds with his players and his people he comes in and he goes look i'm taking the whole league with me if you want to get us out of here that is true that is very true so walsh i think kind of swap out margaret with walsh margaret doesn't do anything really well she does approach his dad but walsh yeah no that that trump card really saves her biscuits there yeah great scene great scene yeah so that's that at who do you got at number two i got arthur okay Fair. I have I have him with Margaret because I haven't been as kind to Margaret as I have in the past, and I oh, think really? the two of them are forming like Voltron at the end of the sure. episode. Okay. I just think Arthur he, he just really proves his decency in this episode, which is uh yeah speaks a lot. You know, he stands up to and his. We friends. fast forward to six months later. He's all stressed because his wife is pregnant and he's got to st- run this league. And, and Young <laughs> Peg's business is not doing so well. Right. Got bills. He's got uh, no friends anymore. It's just monkey. Right. <laughs> uh, so you have Arthur and and Margaret at number two. Yeah. And number one, so no, number it's Jimmy Love. No. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's it's Fergus. It's, Fergus. it's overdue. Uh, I don't think Fergus has topped our rankings all year or all week or, or all these weeks, or whatever. All oh, six weeks. Yeah, I don't think he's done done too hot, but I think he finally did enough to earn it this week. Yeah, he put on a bowler hat. Yeah, he dressed up real nice. Uh, he won a game. He he didn't he didn't lie. He didn't lie. No, he stood up for it. He he's he's told the truth. Yeah, so. and nobody seemed to get mad. And I we gotta say, nothing between him and Cartwright aside from a couple words about not inviting the whole team. We thought yeah. this was gonna be some big like Cartwright deserves a little bit more credit. For sure, he put together the team. He's the the GM. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but, you credit. know, we all thought that this was this season was going to end with some big blow off between. No, he's just Cartwright a decent dude and too. Martha and, and almost Cartwright's wife. It seems like everyone turns out to be decent in the show, except for Ferguson's Alfred dad and, and, and Alfred and, and Francis. Dad. Yeah, <laughs> and Arthur's dad. No, Arthur's dad yeah. has a baby face turn too. I mean, Ferguson's dad. Yeah, our, yeah, but everybody yeah. but but the who was on our down rankings this week seemed yeah. to stay bad. We don't really get much resolution with Tommy. I don't know. It just feels a little rushed. Some things. I mean, I mean, Tommy. You could see, have a, Tommy wins it. Yeah, you could just see he like a moment of like at the end, nodding their heads at each other. I don't know something. Just give me a little bit of something. At least Tommy and Jimmy should have had a moment. Or Doris, like thank show up for a second too. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's all I good. Think, I think maybe Julian knows that we need season two. Well, I, Dave, I don't think we're gonna get a season two, man. <laughs> Let me Who knows? let me run down history for you, okay? I think history knows. Okay. Let uh, me hear. You've been hyping this up 
well, outside of the pod. Well, Dave, what, what, what do you what do you want to know the truth about first? Jimmy Love. What, like what? What about him specifically? Whatever note you have about Jimmy Love. Okay. Well, he is actually the first recognized footballer, Jimmy Love, not Fergus. He came to Darwin first, and it's mm-hmm. Fergus well, think, who followed him. <laughs> yeah, I think we we had brought that up in the past because that, that I saw that on a Google search. But yeah, yes, and, Good and for he, Jimmy, right? He he didn't specifically join it as a paid player. He was just the first one to defect from like a, another league to come down there and actually play there. Uh, and in fact, he actually fled his home in Glasgow because there's a warrant out for his arrest because of debt he owed. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And there's no evidence that he ever joined Blackburn, but he did participate in an exhibition game. And he did not quit the game because of injury. That never happened. Mm-hmm. He actually joined the Marines and then died three years later from fever. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. So he never got a Claymore kick to his leg? <laughs> no, that never happened at all. Uh, Man. Yeah. And... and Jimmy and, and Fergus were just the first of uh, actually a string of players that were being recruited to come play professionally. So that would be like, you know, the Jack Tall guy or whatever. Adam Driver, uh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that there's, there's that. Uh, Arthur and Alma, they never had tro- trouble conceiving. They actually had six children. And uh, the, when oh. the show takes place, they actually would have been on their second child by then. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fergus did look a lot like uh, on the show. Did look like a lot like the real life uh, Fergus. Um, no photos of Jimmy Love exist because he he died too soon after the whole thing. Hmm. Um, but the show kind of compresses timelines. It actually took a suitor six seasons to win a cup. Uh, and initially, there were two Blackburn teams, and the show put them into one. Uh, and according to Wikipedia, the series erroneously depicts him going to Blackburn Club that won the FA Cup in 1883, which was Blackburn Olympic, who defeated the Old Etonians to become the first working-class team to lift the cup. But Suter actually played for the Olympics' local rivals, Blackburn Rovers, uh, and actually lost the 1882 Cup, did not play in the 1883 Cup where the first win came to the non-gentleman. Wow, okay. <laughs> so this has never happened at all. And then he would later go on to win three consecutive Cups in 1884, 85, and 86 with the other Blackburn team. Interesting. So he wasn't the... the, the Suter was not the first... Uh, so the Shooter was not who, who he's won, made yeah. out to be. Yeah, he did not beat the Etonians. But he is recognized as like the first like real footballer who was like the best... So whereas Jimmy Love was the first, Fergus was his friend and also the best of like the, the early goings there. One of the first like star athletes of the sport. Right, right. So he won, Interesting. He won from 1884 to 1886 and then retired in 89 at the age of 32. Uh, wow, so he was playing young. Yeah, his 20s, you know. Uh, he was also a stonesman, and there was a likelihood that the, him and, Jim, and uh, Jimmy did not work out a mill. It would, it would probably so they be. were like masons or something like that yeah exactly yeah interesting yep so just a, a few quite a few bending uh, <laughs> of the facts there uh, there's a good YouTube video if anyone wants to look it up of like 11 minutes of a guy explaining how the show just botched a lot of the history there <laughs> uh, if anyone's interested in that uh, well do you think they've botched it enough to do season 2 I mean the fact that well I guess Jimmy could just maybe die or something like that and then 
Or maybe, yeah, they do season two. And it's well, just I think I think if you do G- season two, Jimmy comes back. To play? He Yeah. He never had a leg blow out in the first place, and then he also just goes off to play in, to join the Marines. Yeah, but you know, you end season one with the cap of what happens in history, and then you don't mention any of that ever again. Yeah, maybe they they just actually play real history, and they three-peat. They, they have Fergus go on a run and win the three cups from 84 uh, to 86. <laughs> Something you know, there's there's plenty of characters and drama left on the table that we could have a season two, yeah. easily. I, I guess. Well, Arthur he won in '82. Uh, that was the last time the Gentlemen's Cup w- was won. Uh, and uh, Suter remained in Darwin the rest of his life. That's true. Uh, also, Fergus had a brother play uh, in Darwin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Which we never see that he even has a brother, <laughs> which would be great for season two where the brother comes in out of nowhere. It's like uh, the next Fast and Furious movie. Right. John Cena is all of a sudden John Cena. <laughs> Dominic Toretto's brother. Yeah. So John Cena is Fergus's brother in the next season. Um, and there's also no evidence of ever, there ever being a love triangle between Cartwright and, you know, uh, Martha and all that stuff, obviously. <laughs> is there even evidence of Martha existing? Right. I, I don't think so. Or Cartwright or Walsh. <laughs> I think car. I think like maybe I have to check on those again. But I mean that wouldn't be too far fetched. Yeah, but well, uh, it's a nice way to wrap this this show up. Hope, I mean, I <laughs> it's kind of funny though. I, I mean, like these characters. As much as we flag the crown though for its accurate inaccuracy, that, that clearly Julian took some liberties here to really bend it to his uh, soap opera needs. Well, I, yeah, I do think it, there is a difference in tone too. Oh yeah. the crown is the crown. The crown is presented a lot more regally. Well, that's the difference is because it's the the crown takes itself so seriously that when it's not getting those dramatic beats right, that's our problem with wanting to flag it. Whereas with this, it's clearly having a little bit of a ball, pun intended. And then you know we're more forgiving of you know what liberties it takes. Yeah, and it's a matter of important history versus pulpy history. Well, the FA Cup's pretty important, man. It's the most popular sport in the world. Yeah, that's true, but. <laughs> the, or you know it's not as important in history as the lineage of the royal family in England or at least modern anyway ah, to the point some that may say equally <laughs> yeah is there is there any it's, online backlash for the the inaccuracies or people don't really care I mean watch that YouTube video and just go through the comments section and, you know <laughs> people yeah, that's wish that's something that I love to do I mean I guess during quarantine here and people complain is is like interesting enough move the needle enough yeah yeah there's a there there's enough out there but i'm glad we watched the show it was a good breath of fresh air yeah it was you know it was nice to watch something current and to the people that say we we were a little less excitable about the crown because we had never seen it and we didn't have as much knowledge mm-hmm. i think that it does show that it might be the the type of show versus the 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 fact that we haven't seen it yeah, I mean, I think we do have to go back to the crown eventually because we keep getting comments all of a sudden about people who miss our commentary on there out of yeah, nowhere. Yeah, it's funny. All the uh, people that the, we had, we had a few vocal haters, mm-hmm. and now it seems haters, like all these people haters. are coming. Yeah, people are coming to our support and saying that was some of the best stuff we did. Which is like, oh, okay, all right, it's cool. Which is well, crazy to think we haven't recorded it. You know, we spent two years doing Down Abbey in person, right? For ninety-five percent of our episodes. We go, we go telecommute, we go over the net, and then people say mm-hmm. it's our best stuff. Yeah, maybe we, maybe we never need to see each other again. <laughs> okay, Dave. Well, yeah, I'll see you, I'll see you some other time, you know, eventually. Uh, some, somewhere that we'll meet at the crossroads. 
if we get lonely. <laughs> uh, so on that note, I, I think we, we, we've run this almost close to an hour, Dave. Oh, 55 minutes. Do we have any time for other recommendations of things to watch out there? Uh, n- not really. I mean... One person commented, uh, Patricia, uh, Insta, uh, discovered that there's a, a Shrevetide game going on out there that's still going on. It's from hundreds of years ago. It carries on to this day. It's like this re- really aggressive uh, football game. And thanks for, for pointing that out to us. Cool. And I know uh, our friend Melissa on Twitter pointed out that there is a new episode of Call the Midwife that has William Mason in it. The actor or the character? The character. Well, the the character. No, the actor. Oh, okay. Because I I would love to see the actor. I mean, the character. So that is uh, not that. That is a a steep hill that we will probably not climb ever. Right. (laughs) Spoiler alert to our fans that might be wanting us to watch that. So Um, we'll be back next week with something. We don't know yet. Yeah, so here let's throw the gauntlet down. I think we should do a couple down episodes at least. Sure. So throw them at us. If it's one that sounds interesting, we'll do it. And we'll shout you out. And who knows? I'd say we could do a prize, but we're quarantined. I don't know about going to the post office and sending stuff. But Connecticut yeah. at least is in the slow reopening phase. So mm-hmm. maybe I can't use that as an excuse anymore. So, Man, I, I don't know, man. Don't, don't go out there all the way yet. You just just put a toe on the pavement and come back in. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. So, again, you know, send us those suggestions on your social media of choice, Instagram, Twitter. You can email us, Grantham at Gmail. And thanks for thanks for this good season of a good show. Watch it. Yeah. Tell your friends. Tell Honestly, tell your friends to watch the English game. More eyes, the better. And then listen to us. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But we want a season two, too. We do. A- absolutely. Yeah. All right, so Facebook, Instagram, Gmail, Twitter, we exist out there. We do. Next time on the Lord's Grantham Podcast. So long.